four adults, which is amazing that uh, through our, just our one church sent a total of 11 people uh, to go on missions to all over the, all over the world. And um, a lot of times you, we get to hear from the students just about how God's working in them, but our adults uh, have made a significant role, not only playing in the, the role of the, the lives of, of the students in our church, but also in the lives of the students around New England. And, but we wanted to hear sort of uh, my question for them was, what did God show you or what is God showing you as you were a part of the trip and a part of this experience just in your own self? Um, you can tell hi. us where you're from. My name's Jen. If you look behind you, my name is not on there. Um, when we sat here three weeks ago, we commissioned this team. I sat back at the computer, um, and in the second service, I got a tap from this guy on the shoulder, and I was asked to step in for one of the other leaders um, three days before the trip. Now, if you know me, I have a little bit of control uh, issues, and I thought, man, God, this is funny. Um, <laughs> really funny. But um, it, I had such peace about it. Literally, Josh and I stood out in that back, and we prayed about this, and I knew God was sending me to South Africa, without a doubt. Um, and right then and there, I was just reminded and continually throughout the trip of what I call my life verse that's been my life verse for almost 20 years. In Psalms 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will make your path straight. And it just, I knew my path was to South Africa through a very long plane ride. Um, also, for just the one other thing, those of you who don't know, this amazing guy right here is my husband. So teenagers are what we do. Um, but when we started a family, I really um, stepped back because we were raising our children and still are. Um, but one of the things that God really has shown me is how much I miss teenagers, how much I love working with them. They see me so many times as Ken's wife or Caleb Asher and Naomi's mom. But I've realized that 20 years later, plus some, that I still can connect with them and that I still have a way to share what God's done in my life, and that I can still share that with them and connect with them that way. How you doing? I'm Josh Aintola. I went to South Africa as well. Um, just one of the things that God was teaching me was that I do spend a lot of time here um, with the youth group, uh, helping out with Ken and stuff, but I could be doing more to invest on with these kids one-on-one. -on -one. And I think that... Um, during this trip, I found out that, like, I got to go with three of the, the kids that went from our church, and that doesn't happen very often, and God was just teaching me in that, that I could do so much more with the kids that we have here at Hope Chapel, um, so I'm going to take time to invest in them one-on-one -on -one more often, so that's what God was teaching me. Hi, my name is Vanetta, and I went with the Dominican Republic team. This was actually my seventh trip to the Dominican Republic. Um, and each trip is, has its own stories and amazement and seeing God work there. Um, but what really um, God told me at this trip was consistency. And saying that, basically it's that I see Ina, who Charlotte had discussed, has been a missionary in the village of Circadia for 10 years. And the results over those 10 years of the work she has done through with God there, through her, 
has just been um, raising this village up out of its poverty. It's still very you know, poverty-ridden, but um, the women um, are earning their income, and um, the children are reaping the benefits, and they're, they're obedient and no longer unruly because she's taught these women how to raise their children with um, discipline and, and ethic, you know, learning the right and wrong, and just the consistency of what God wants out of them. And these women truly believe that it's all God. And there were four of these women that I've seen over the years who actually stood up and did cardboard testimony with us this year to tell everyone that this is what God's done in my life. And so for me, that consistency from her, using her as an example, is like, it's not just what I do here at the church. It's not what I do in my outside ministry. It's, it's my home, and it's my work, especially. And God, my first day back at work, I, not that I want to say he tested me, but I had a patient that was talking to me in Spanish, and um, I had the opportunity to reach out and pray with her, and we prayed together in that room. And I'm just like, this is what he wants me to do regularly. I just need to be that person he wants me to be uh, every single day, 24 hours. My name is Allison Clark, and I have the incredible privilege of coordinating Quest and other youth ministries across New England through our Baptist Convention. So this was my 18th year, which is a little daunting to think about, um, that this is the next generation and that these students were born after that first group. Um, but here's, here's my takeaway. Uh, I think with one of the blessings of working with teenagers is that you, you know, it's, there's constant change and, and they're always marking things. And so um, we chose the junior year because I think it's a very pivotal year for adolescents uh, in their development and in life and in academics and maturity and all of those things. And we wanted to lay a spiritual foundation. Uh, and for many of them, that has happened through the years uh, that this has been taking place. But what the challenge was for me is if I, if I weren't doing this every year, what would be my adult takeaway? Because I think we get to a place in our lives where we stop challenging ourselves as adults because the markers aren't there anymore. There's no longer a graduation. There's no longer a what's next. There's no longer, you know, you, we settle into our lives. But God wants us to be continuously moving toward him and not to settle. And so I want, I want your takeaway to maybe mirror mine is that let's not look at them and say, I'm so happy for them. But let's look, even in this Lenten season, what is God really challenging me to do to take my walk deeper and to make my imprint deeper in him? And my life verse, which one day I'll have memorized before the Lord comes back. <laughs> I have a couple of them, but uh, I do not account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I have received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. That's my challenge to myself, is that I will not use their ministry as an excuse to challenge, but I'll let that be my own. So just lastly, just giving you just got, um, 
what do you think uh, is a way that we can encourage our teenagers um, to continue to have this love for Christ and this boldness that, uh, that they experience um, while they are on a trip? How can we as a church continue to encourage them? I think just loving on them, to be honest. I think that um, a lot of the times uh, youth group is, is very separate than the congregation itself. And uh, as a whole congregation, just loving on them and pouring your lives into them, like God has kind of challenged me to do, is um, that shows them that they don't have anything to be scared of and that they can be bold in their faith and that they can go out and tell their friends and, and their family. I mean, I know for me as a youth, I didn't have a lot of people pouring into my life, which allowed me to kind of be scared and, and sharing my faith. And now looking back, I'm like, first of all, I don't even know half those people anymore. And second off, like, it, that's a ton of people that I just had, I missed the opportunity to share my faith with and to, that could have been saved or, or, or whatever God had prepared for them. So just sharing with them and um, loving on them and allowing them to be bold in their faith. Oh, this is not on the script. <laughs> I didn't know this question was coming. Um, you went on a trip and you didn't know about it either. Um, I think one of it, it's that same idea, I think, of as much as we're pouring into them, it'd be amazing what someone who, at, for this point, me, they're over 20 years younger than me, but it's amazing what God can show me through them, um, what they can teach me about what living for Christ really looks like. Um, on a daily basis, and so asking them those questions, you'll be amazed what they can give back to you as well. Yeah, um, I think that um, two things come to my mind, and, and that is is for us as, as adults in our church that we reach out to the kids for opportunities that um, may come our way. Um, whether it's be, you know, a neighbor that needs some assistance or something like that, that mission doesn't happen outside the country. It happens in our own backyard. And so to show them that there's needs right around the corner and if those opportunities come your way, to share it with them and, and you know, encourage them to maybe come along with you. And, and again, like everyone else has said, the second thing is, is just to really invest in them. You know, ask them questions, encourage them, and, um, you know, if they could use mentors, if that's something you're interested in, um, just kind of step up and, and let them feel that they're truly a part of this church body. I'd say know them by name. Um, there's a lot of teenagers around here, and um, you don't have to know all of their names, but if you pick one or two or three and know them by name, call them by name, refer to them by name, and pray for them by name would be the second thing. And then lastly, some of them, uh, they, they don't have a family of faith within their um, biological family. And so they could use spiritual grandparents and they could use spiritual parents. And they could enjoy uh, just uh, maybe having them celebrate a season or a special event with you to understand what that's like. And um, they're great. And they'll challenge you, but they need to be influenced by adults, um, as Trevor learned, so. <laughs> so let me, 
it's, it is a, it's a privilege for us here at Hope Chapel to have this many students, this many adults that are investing. But uh, let me just pray for them and just for their continuing uh, to work with students here at Hope Chapel, but also uh, throughout New England. Father, we thank you for these adults who give of their time and being away from their families um, to be obedient to your call to be on mission, but also to be on mission with students. Father, we thank you for the time that they invest in, in these students. You, you, it is the amount of time that they invest is minimal, but it has a lasting effect. Father, we pray that as a church that we will be like-minded as this, is that, God, we know that you have called us to minister to the young and that it is, it is important for us to have uh, a relationship with young people. But, Father, have us, let us continue to have a heart for students um, in this church as we do, as we've always done. Father, I pray that we will, um, that our students will want to, will invest in the church itself on Sunday morning and in our adult ministries and and that the adults will do the same with our our, our young people. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for these people on stage. Uh, We lift up um, the youth ministry of Hope Chapel, our missions committee, as we are looking for opportunities to serve uh, both here and abroad. Uh, Father, we pray that we continue to be a church that is on mission both here and, and across the world. Father, we pray that we will continue to be obedient. We pray these things in your name. Amen.